Welcome to Behind the Screens, a podcast where we talk to industry experts and the people who make Universal Screens a leader in the world of motorized retractable screens. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Screens, brought to you by Universal Screens. I'm Sean Colbertson, the, the CEO of Universal Screens, and I'm joined with today with messing that <laughs> up. I'm joined with joined with I joined believe. with yeah I'm joined, joined by, by. Joined, joined by, by. Yeah. these guys are here <laughs> too many people. I got Michael Longoria uh, he's our VP of operations and Joe Serta our VP of sales this episode is going to be geared mainly around Joe as we dive deeper into the man the myth the yeah, legend that's that right. Joe Serta right. if um, you don't know you will so. before we get started we've got another beer here from 903 Brewer 903 Brewing Brewers. Brewery Brewers. And it is the Snowball Stout. What does it say on there? It says Snowball Stout with coconut, vanilla, chocolate, and marshmallow. That sounds good. It does sound. I've oh. heard. Yeah. You're going to like this one? And again, this is a blind taste test. We've never had this one. May enjoy it, may not. Brandon Christakos, one, our production, our shipping manager, uh, says this is one of their best ones. And uh, we'll see. But all right. So, Joe, man, let's go back to... How you and I know each other. Yeah. Uh, you used to work. We're going at a long way back here. A company called Texton right here in Garland, just a little bit south of us. And I had a company with uh, with Glenn called Creative, Creative Blinds of Texas, and you were my sales. That was rep. one of my best accounts. We were a pretty good you account. Were, we, picked up the, <laughs> we picked up the Chili's account or the Brinker yeah. account, and we did a lot of Chili's restaurants. Yeah. But you were my sales rep, so. You know, let's let's rewind all the way back to then. Rewind back. Started in 1990 with Texton. I was fresh out of high school, so that kind of tells you I've been in this for about 30 years. Thanks to my mother, she also worked for Texton, and uh, I was just a, a Texton kid. It's what they called us back then. So did she say, "Hey, come work for no, us"? No, no, no. You... Actually, when uh, so funny because the story is that you know when I was in high school, I would drop you know buy go see my mom, bum money off. You know, I was a high school kid. I had no money. I needed gas. <laughs> So Mr. Bill Williams, the owner of, uh, of Texton, you know, he would always see me and he's like, you know what, one, I'm gonna give you a job one day, you know, quit coming, bumming money off your mom. And uh, that summer I got a job with him and who would have known that would have became my, my home, you know, for 18 years, great people, I learned a lot from them. Uh, actually, Mr. Williams gave me my, my first opportunity to become a salesman you know, to move up and uh, he saw something in me. What was your first position? Um, my first position, I was working aluminum. I was cutting aluminum from mini blinds, you know? And then I went through the whole, all the departments, finally got into the motorization. But, uh, you know, that's always, my thing's always been always striving for more, never being satisfied. And to this day, I'm always looking to better myself, to learn, always wanting more. And that's what you know, led me to asking him, you know, for a, for an opportunity in sales, started in customer service, then in sales. And again, my tenure there was 18 years. In those 18 years, I met Glenn and Sean, and you know, I was their sales rep. And they were great customers, I mean, easy customers too. They didn't, they weren't too demanding. You just had to take <laughs> care of them. I had to take them to Hooters a lot, but. We did go to Hooters a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you would, you would order the hottest the wings would be sweaty. and you would use a napkin and, and wipe off and then I'm pretty sure you'd go home. <laughs> and it's still, the, every time we still go to Hooters, we'll still do that. No, but, but yeah, no, there were. But uh, when you would, when you would call on Glenn and I, what were we usually doing? Cause this uh, was in the heydays. So we had a lot going on. Yeah. 
but it was kind of eat like Chili's restaurants didn't require me yeah, to do they were much. Play at Texas Hold'em. Exactly. Texas Hold'em or, or you would come in and we'd be in a tournament online, and I'd yeah. tell you to hold on. <laughs> let us, <laughs> yeah, let us finish this online poker up, and then we'll go. No, <laughs> but but as a sales guy, I mean, I I felt it felt good to, to you know to go visit a dealer that that you felt welcome. I mean, I always felt welcome. You know, just updated them. And, you know, just actually we're friends. I mean, you know that more than anything, and it's true to this day that in sales. Like you mentioned uh, earlier, that it's friendships. I mean, it's not just being a, a used car salesman. You know, you sell and that's it. You forget about them. It's created that relationship. I mean, that, that's what it was about, and it made my job easier. And you know, I felt welcome uh, every time I went there. But that's how we got to meet each other. I think I met Glenn before I did yeah. Sean. And in that time, you know, just like we do, we you know we had a, a lot of a promotional trip incentives. You know that Glenn would qualify easily. I think Sean went to a few of them, but that's where I really got the guy. What was Glenn purchasing from you? Uh, Woodblind. Yeah, they would. Wood he was lines. manufacturing shutters and then yeah. doing. So it'd be shutters in the front of the house and then uh, wood blinds. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Portion. That was always a common look. You know, like shutters in the front, blinds in the back. Yeah. So yeah. So I met Glenn. So we had that little relationship going, and uh, you know, when I made the move to to Glenn and, and Sean, it, it was pretty easy. I mean, I felt that at home. Like I knew these guys for a long time. Didn't know what to expect you know making that 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 transition but look at us now i mean and then they start selling more right they start they selling start, more, yeah. well <laughs> they started selling more yeah. and they became a big customer of you oh right? yeah, yeah i mean yeah but yeah at, at text on yeah correct yeah. and then when i came on board you know it's when uh it really the, the the what do you call it the 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 how do you it's not the challenge but the voyage started for me you know it's like a new a new adventure. Yeah. I mean, because so 18 you, years. Yeah. And you mentioned, you mentioned Bill Williams at Texton and, you know, he, he, he recently passed yes. away and, you know, our condolences to the family. Great guy. You know, really great yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, with that, you know, we'll, we'll take a cheers and a pour of the snowball stout here. Oh man, that, it is good. It is good. Oh wow. That yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you took a you took a huge leap of faith in coming over to our company and joining Glenn and I as we started to distribute this outdoor product. And you were from the interior world and we knew nothing really about this product. The only thing that I knew about the product, both the retractable screen door and the drop down motorized screen, was from what I knew of Phantom at mm -hmm. at uh, Parade Homes. You know, I tried to sell phantom because yeah. i didn't know and i reached out to phantom and they basically said no you you can't we have a distributor in garland you know next century screens and and i i thought okay well then that ship has sailed i'm not in i'm not gonna be able to get into this but we did get into this industry and we started distributing the product and we were buying from from florida and you know we were buying from a company where fast forward to now you know two of those the three-headed owners two of them are are dear friends of ours and yep. some of our biggest customers but going back you know we we got involved in the exterior business and do you remember our first job that we ever installed uh, i do so <laughs> which one was it was it possum kingdom or was no, it, I our, think it was nikki elif nikki elif and frisco one, yeah. that we installed uh four shades at this woman's house house and we had to return uh, and i'm not lying about 30 times we had to return now she was a very attractive woman so it was easy for us to rebook <laughs> that appointment and the other thing is we weren't too busy because we really didn't have a whole lot going on yeah. so 
we, we everything was good. We we got everything installed there, and uh, I don't know if they work now or if she just stopped calling us. Maybe she no, she I calls think, I think another customer. But uh, but yeah, so that was the first job that we ever did, and then the second job we did a recessed Possum application Kingdom. out in Possum Kingdom, and these channels were recessed about two feet inside of the brick everything that could have gone wrong went wrong but i tell you what we have never gotten a call yeah. on that job and i've been out there quite a few times we dropped the motor the block we were on the fourth story we dropped the motor block down the column and it went four stories down and joe and i just looked at each other we're four hours from home no motor block and the guy with us helping grabs a piece of wood <laughs> and just whittles whittles a, away whittles a motor block for us uh. so if we go back to the, that time you know I know in a previous episode, we were talking about how much we would pump up Mike about, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. This is what we're going to be. And you and I would say it often to each other, like, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're going to grow this. But I think we would get in our cars and go our separate ways and go, man, I don't know. Yeah. You know, did you ever think that there was the wrong move? No, I know. I never, I never thought that I, it did take some time. I know when we were a distributor. I know there was, there was a demand out there for it. You know, it's just like, how do we get with the right people, you know, like the right dealers and again, I think when we were a distributor and we went to the round tables, I think we created a lot of good relationships, you know? So I know we showed a lot of passion with a product and, and honestly, I always thought it was a great product. I'm like, it was, it's a gold mine, you know? I mean, it's an easy product. With us being a distributor, we learned a lot about that product. You so know? you think like before, before that, you're sitting there trying to figure out how do I get this product out there? But then you go to the round table, you start hearing from other dealers yeah. and they're, they're giving you advice. They're and, telling and, you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, once we started manufacturing and, and actually a lot of those a lot of those friend, you know, of ours are, you know, became our dealers, you know, and, and there was already a trust there. Cause you, you remember the first, our first round table, I think Sean got thrown into the line then. Uh, yeah. We know nothing. We, like, we were there, the we, were there. Yeah. we checked in and, and, you know, I know they're listening now. So you got you know got Bob Diaz and, and and Barb. The they were the they were two of the owners, and they put on a they put on an event that we had never been associated with, and it was called a dealers roundtable. And they bring these dealers in to learn from each other. And at the time, we didn't know anything about yeah. you know what to expect or what was going to go on. But now in hindsight, it's it's one of the greatest port parts of the growth of our company, and it's something that we do to this day, you know, every two years we do the same thing. But I do remember we get there and we're sitting and we're, we're, we're new, we're rookies, man. And we you don't, have two, the two jobs under your belt. We have two jobs yeah. under our belt <laughs> and both of them are done, in, well. yeah, and both of them are done incorrectly. And we're there and I'm not even told that I'm gonna speak. I'm just thrown, the mic is thrown to me as the opening, you know, the opening speaker. And he's like, you know, we've got Sean from Texas who wants to speak. <laughs> Yeah. Who wants to speak? I've got less <laughs> jobs under my belt than yeah. the whole, you know, than anyone else in the group. And and we got by. We we spoke. But then when we returned the next year, things were completely different. Yeah. Because over that next year, we stopped twiddling our thumbs and actually started promoting the product. And we had some confidence because the more installations that Absolutely. we we got under our belt, the more comfortable we were with the product. And when we had that confidence confidence start to build it exuded in out of us when we would go in front of these customers and they would believe us and so we started selling jobs and we started installing yeah. a lot of jobs um and when we came back that second year there was a lot of shine on us to talk about jobs because we had pictures and we had different things but still we didn't go in there you know pounding our oh, chest exactly. it was no, it was humble. more going in there and trying to learn from the from the ron ayala's 
you know, from from Peachtree, from these companies that had done a lot of units, you know, from 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 Han Killians, Killians, yeah. you know, someone to this day that's now come full circle when we deal with him as a customer. But back then, it was just learning little things about, hey, they put these on garage doors out here, or they do it this way, and taking that knowledge and then applying it when we got home. And that's what we try to do when we have our roundtables is is facilitate that in, oh, yeah. in, in the, hopes that our customers can do the same. new Who ideas, better ways to do things. And sometimes, you know, you, you can get stuck on your old ways because it's work. But once you hear somebody else's idea and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and sitting, sitting there with Alex, Alex, <laughs> yeah. so, so that you personally know, yeah. you know, and sitting there with Alex and just talking about business and about how you do things and how you deal with customers, not even the install, just how they generate their business, how they do things. It's been, you know, it's been something that stayed with us to this day. And Alex know? is great at that. I mean, yeah. we we just recently saw him and he's still, you know, showing us how he's growing, not just uh, installers, but but people. But who would you say out of those roundtables probably took you under the most or gave you the most advice that you that you oh, remember? Oh, man, it's uh, actually somebody that we haven't mentioned, Carlos. I mean, Carlos was, has been great. Carlos, California. The um, one that you almost fought with the first night, right? No, not. I don't know. We weren't fighting with him. We were going to fight others. <laughs> yeah, we were going to fight yeah. others. Uh, we, were, him? we were a part of his gang. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean. There's a, there's a good group of guys that took it. Know, Fred Jacobs is. And, you know, there's people that we're not mentioning that may be listening that are like, Fred oh, Jacobs, what about me? Stu Beckett, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, so many guys that, that did yeah. did teach us a lot and that we learned from a lot of because we never, ever came into the I, the situation trying to be pros better than anyone. Yeah. And we still don't approach it that way when we go in of, yeah, hey, we know this. We may, this is what we do. I'm still, and all three yeah. of us are very open to ideas to improve the product, mm-hmm. to better, better, better the business, better what we do. No. I think when it comes down to it, the three of us have never, we, we don't have a background in manufacturing, running a manufacturing process. So that's what's great about this company is that, you know, we somebody will call and say, hey, have you ever tried this? And we're never like, well, no, this is not our product. We're yeah. like, let's try it. Me and Joe will get together. Oh, and yeah. We'll, we'll actually try it in the back. So. Well, so, so speaking of that, so our background, none of us, is is necessarily manufacturing this product you you said earlier you were in the manufacturing side and the interior side and so you knew how to be on the floor and do yeah. different things but we we didn't have this like i didn't come as a ceo from yeah. you know another retractable screen manufacturer or another widget making man you know manufacturing company so when you look at that why do you feel you're successful with universal screens joe is it is it more your customer service skills or is it more the installation skills you know what? I mean, I've always been hands-on too. I mean, I'm always intrigued and learning and because I always feel that if you know your product inside out, I, I mean, it makes life easier. You know, when you can go and present your product and you, if you can make the dealer believe in you that, hey, this guy knows, he knows his stuff, you know? I mean, I think that means a lot. Again, you got to have a little bit of personality and I've always been outgoing, you know, easy to get along with. And I think you transmit just that humbleness, you know, like, like you're not BSing anybody, you know, it's like you want the best for them because at the same time it, it'll translate yeah, yeah. good things for you too, you know, as a company. And I think being in sales for this long, that's why, I mean, I have, I have dealers that still deal with me that dealt with me 20 years ago, you know, and they're like, hey, I hear you doing exterior now, you know, and I used to deal with them in the interior. So it means a lot. I mean, but I, it, I would personally say, you're saying the sales side, I would personally say, the install side, because True. if you don't know, 
Joe is our Stompy expert. And if you don't know how to, if there's a step in the process where you, you don't know, Joe will figure it out and get you I, there. <laughs> I've always, you know what? And again, back in the interior world or the interior time, the interior, what do you call it? The interior products, what well, we did, Sanfi also. So I've been familiar with Sanfi. So it's really not much difference from the inside to the outside. But Sanfi's always been yeah, there. My I mean, office they're is, easy. My office is directly across from <laughs> yours. And I think I hear probably three to four times yeah. a day, okay, what step are you on? Okay, this is what you got. And I'm like, he's still, he's still. And see, and, and that's one of the things that I remember when we were distributors back then and we had to call somebody to explain a product or, hey, I, I just, I'm not getting this. You know, can you tell me how to do this? And it's the way we were, we were talked to. You know, it's like they actually, I think they were bothered when we had a question. Yeah. And I think me and Sean made, you know, we made a promise. We would never be like that. We, you know, we weren't, we were kind of sad we got treated that way. So we would never make our dealers feel that way. Even though sometimes it's kind of repetitive, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's, yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, you still don't have it? I, it doesn't bother me to explain to somebody how to program or how to fit, you know, fit, or help them figure out what the problem is. So I think a, a lot of our dealers love that about us. You know, that when they call us, our customer service, it's beyond. Yeah, and if you think yeah. about it with any company, let's say Walmart, if you have an issue with a product, you can't just call the VP no. and and sit down and he's just going to go, okay, let me walk you through it, you know? So I think that's... that's One day we'll teach Sean how to program. <laughs> <laughs> I used to know how to do that stuff. Yeah. And I, it is one of the things that... I don't lose a lot of sleep about it, but... Um, that I've lost that touch with the installation yeah. side because well, you do most important. You're doing more important things, which is taking us to the next yeah, level. No, steakhouses and steakhouse. wine and dining. <laughs> yeah, that's much more. So, when we started, you know, at first when we were a distributor before Universal Screens, before Michael came along, you know, you and I had this vision of, of things to come, and 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 as I sit here today, it wasn't that long of a period. But in the moment, it just seemed like it was taking forever. Like, it just seemed like we had these visions and it was taking so long to achieve yeah. any type of goal. Yeah. But as you sit now and reflect, did we surpass what your expectations were? Oh my were? gosh, man. I think far, far beyond what I expected where we would be at, at this moment. I think it happened and it happened quick. When yeah. it picked up, it just picked up. And, and, you know, as a sales manager, you know, you've always... You know, you, we've had goals, you know, and I'm always, I'm always a little bit up there and, you know, you're always like, man, you're, you're shooting for the, you know, for the sky, you know, and I'm like, I've always been, I've always been like that. I've always put, even though you give us a goal, I always try to go a little bit beyond. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, but, but no, no, definitely in my wildest dreams, I'd never expected to be, you know, well, making, I don't think we've ever mentioned, but what was when you first started what was the goal that you guys had set uh 1200 units i think we, we would be happy with 1200 units you know in and, one year and so one when year. we manufactured when we started manufacturing in 2013 That's a month now. <laughs> yeah when we started manufacturing in 2013 glenn had set a goal of of getting to 100 yeah. units a month so you know 1200 units for the year and you know as you fast track and you know we're not going to fully divulge and give our but you know 100 units is is less than two days yeah. worth of, of production right now. And that's great, but you know, it, it escalated so quickly and we've made adjustments on the fly and we're constantly trying to, to do more, 
you know, and while we are not necessarily trying to sell 4,000 more units today, we are looking at other things that we can help our customers with, you know, that at the moment we're in talks with other companies about distributed items that we can't necessarily talk about on the podcast, but ways to try to help our customers provide more to their, to their end user, to their customer, to their homeowners. But yeah, I mean, it just seemed like it was dragging and taking a while. And there would be times where I thought like, man, I I drove, I kind of, drug Joe from a from a position that he was very comfortable in to something that right now is is kind of a it's a big risk I've been a big believer that you know God's got her you know he's got a, a reason for everything he does and you know I've been there 18 years it was it's I don't know I'm mean, look at us now I mean it was meant to be you know and so I've only had two jobs you know that Did one you and this ever one. lose sleep thinking like I've got to I've got to keep this guy busy I've got to I, I don't know. think I ever did you know and you were probably there because you you saw Glenn and I butt heads, and you know I'm a much different person today than I was two thirds thirteen to fifteen. And, and you know maybe that has a lot to do with Glenn passing in fifteen that I, I kind of changed the way I was. I, I always I'm an only child, so I internalize everything because I have no one to share that with. I, I never had a chance to go tell my brother and tell him like, man, mom's pissing me off right now. You know, so I internalize all that until that one day. And that one moment and I just unleash it. And unfortunately, and it's not my better side, you, you guys have been there and seen that. And I don't think you've seen that in quite a while. I mean, it used to happen and you could almost bank on it that would happen every three months maybe. Um, and so I think a lot of that was my frustrations that Glenn wasn't putting a lot of pressure on me, but yet he was. Not necessarily on a daily, but it was, hey, we've got all this uh, aluminum, we've got all this equipment, we don't have any sales. What's going on with the sales? You need to get with Joe about the sales. And it wasn't an a pestering thing. Yeah. I mean, Glenn was a great guy and I never had an issue, but it, it, I think it was just kind of bottling up that we needed something to happen. And, and, and sure, I'll be yeah. honest, magic happened. Yeah, I know, no, a lot definitely. of the growth was through magic. And I, I mean, I, I can see his side. I mean, as a businessman putting up, you know, a lot of his own money, yeah. you know, and, and just, cause that was Glenn, you know, Glenn believed in something, he didn't take months to make, he would make it happen like immediately. You needed a machine? I don't know how he did it, but he would have the machine. And, Auctions. Uh, and yeah, that. exactly. I don't know what he would. <laughs> I, and I don't, I don't know, like I said, I said the word magic and people probably don't have no, but the growth of this company on two different occasions just happened Yeah. off of, off of things, you know? And one of those things was what we're going through right now is, is the pandemic. You know, you were right there in the middle of it. Now, I, I know that, you were at home while Mike and I were up uh, at the office. One week, working, one week, and one you week. were working out of your. We'll look at the videos. I think office. it was three weeks. Yeah, you didn't, I know. We know you didn't put pants on for about a month. <laughs> Only had a time. Yeah, reminds um, me of somebody I used to know. But how did you see things during? I mean, what was happening during that pandemic? I mean, it was a crazy ride that that we're still on. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, I actually, you know, from talking to, to the dealers, and by the way, it's only one week. Yeah, no, no, I mean, it's customers were just telling me that it was ridiculous the calls they were getting. You know, it's like everybody was, you know, they were at home. They wanted to, I guess, make a better living for them since they were going to be there for a long time. So all have nice patios. They wanted to enclose them. Then mosquitoes and this and that, and and everybody couldn't believe the amount of calls, you know, where's this money coming from? You know, I don't know, but it was, like I said, unfortunately, it's not a good thing, COVID, you know, but for us, it did. Well, were you as shocked as I was? Because 
my first thought is, you know, the the cities are shutting down, things like our, that yeah. is, and, and people losing their jobs on top of that. Me, and this is just the way I was grown, I've, I've kind of reserved on my money spending as it is. I almost go, well, I'm gonna save my money. Yeah. But then people all of just, a sudden people are spending their money. Yeah. And then you start thinking about it, and it's like, well, they're that, at home and they yeah, wanna be comfortable at yeah. home, so. I mean, you stop and think, you know, it's like, People, I think, spend more money when they were. Yeah. <laughs> They're spending more yeah. money now on on their home than. A, again, I mean, I know a lot of industries got hit, you know, negatively. Uh, you know, it's just our industry, which is, you know, I guess is considered essential uh, in the building business. It just it just boomed, you know. Yeah, and you say magic. I, I honestly think it's just it, it was just kind of almost meant to be. It was like aligned for us already because things are just happening and we got in the business at the right time we you know things just kind of started falling into place numerous times and I, I, I to me it's not it's not luck it's not it's just it was almost like you know it, it's supposed to be right so I think we you know we you know when when the opportunity presented itself we were there and we definitely took yeah because you guys could easily <laughs> said yeah. you know let's go a different route let's stay on the interior side or which you know. which Joe was trying to do when when we when <laughs> yeah, Joe we first did. started he was we trying did. to sell everything man um, well, yeah before this really took off we were selling what what we came up with a wood blind yeah, line we had private label wood mini blind yeah. roller shades and we sold our so our um, fair share but so we're gonna try to wrap this up but I I want to I want to go over one th so Universal Screens you know we make a very good product but we have very good people and and you're one of those. And, and a lot of people buy our product because of because of you. You know, you're less hands-on. You're you're kind of more. You got one foot in the operational side of things now, and one foot in the sales side. But you know, each episode, I'm trying to figure out. You know, what's that? What's the key thing? And on this episode, it's it's about you and and who you are as a person. Like, why do people buy from you? Because they always have bought from you. They bought from you at Texton. You were a leader at Texton. You're you're you were a leader here, even though we don't have the same sales force. But you're the reason why this company sells so many units. I just you know again, it's relationships. You know, showing who you are and always being true to you and to your customer, and a combination of you know always willing to learn and staying you know up to speed with it, with the new innovations. You know, with uh, Somfy products and all that. So that I think that all smashed in together. It's just. Be honest, you know, you make a good product, be honest, and always be there. And whatever you say, you, whatever you tell your customer you're gonna do, do it, you know, and stick to it, don't. Yeah, and I, I wanna give you a lot of respect because, you know, being VP of sales, it's easy to go, well, I'm on the sales side. I got moved into VP of operations, which is more of the day-to-day -day running. And I'll be honest with you, since you've come over to help, things have gotten easier. And it's not yes. just because- You wanna hold hands? No, we want to hold in. No, no, no. But <laughs> no, but it's it's he comes in, and it's easy for me to see it and me to to say, okay, well, we're doing this. But coming from his background and coming, you know, he's got expertise. He's got he's got a lot of you know knowledge, and it helps me, you know, a lot. No, no, so. and, and again, that that's one of the things that I think as a sales guy, it helps to know what's happening yeah. in your in your factory. Yeah. You know, like I can if anybody calls me, you know, might be about sales and. I can intelligent, intelligently tell them, hey, this is what's going on in the back. You know, we're going to do this. 
I don't pause. I don't stutter. I mean, once you know what you know what's going on, it's good to know. I yeah, mean, you don't want to say, "Hold on, let me." Hey, hang on one second. Hey, how are we doing in the bag? You know, what's <laughs> no, you got it. on the spot. You can answer it. You know, and and you know, for the most part, I think everybody's happy that that you do have that connection with production. You yeah. know what's going on with the machinery. You know if there is a small uh, roadblock on whatever it may be. You have the answer. You yeah, know, and ever so. since you took that month off uh, from the COVID, <laughs> it was only one week. One <laughs> the week guys down. are happy to see you back too. So. And so, I did have short time. <laughs> so that uh, that wraps up this episode. Thanks, Joe. I mean, you know, I think if we take anything from the episode, you know, it's on that just being true and honest with me it goes a long ways in in life. But definitely, since this is a business driven podcast, I mean. You know, be honest with your customers. Yeah, absolutely. Do what you say you're going to do, and own up to mistakes. I and mean, if they happen, when they happen, because they will, just own up to them. And and you know, there are, there's always a there's always going to be a solution. Absolutely, we'll, we'll figure it out. So, I appreciate it. That's another episode of Behind the Screens, and we'll we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Behind the Screens. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast player and leave us a review.